Yes. We are back in action. Natalie, it is the Create Podcast. And if you are listening, I am Kristen Hange. And I'm Natalie Roy. And here we are, rocking it out, Create Style. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are also here with the lovely, gorgeous Michelle Miller and the stunning little juicy Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> Candy, Candy, how do I pronounce your last name? I don't even know this information. Nairobi. Nairobi. Oh, yeah, I like how you when say you it. Say it I, I feel like it is like a hot <laughs> desert night, and I'm feeling very, <laughs> in, like, in my womanly all powers, like all the things. All the things. I feel like you. there's like a breeze blowing through the windows. <laughs> That's why my mom gave me my name. That's Candy right. Nairobi. Ooh, girl. Um, Spice it up. So these are, right. uh, Michelle and Candy are beautiful podcast producers. So thanks yeah. for hanging with us, ladies. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So we were just about to film the podcast, and then Michelle said, Natalie, wait. Wait, wait, film what? it? Uh, uh, record it. What am I saying? <laughs> so so I want to film you're it. You're like, that's what I do all the time. I like to be on camera. <laughs> Your face was made for it. I know, we're, we're wasting all of this uh, beauty. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. All coming soon. Voices. Coming no soon. <laughs> that's coming. But we were just um, going into this talk, and Michelle's like, wait, 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 say this on the podcast. So what I was saying is uh, when you and I, Kristen, write these uh, lectures for Create Every Week, it's almost like we start to live the theme within our lives. And so what I was saying is it's really fascinating because I, I research and I look up quotes and I think of things. And then just as my week is going by, there's just these other little nuggets or other things that are going on and I don't even notice them. And then all of a sudden when we're teaching... I remember something that I thought had nothing to do with this topic, and it's like, I just learned that. I read it on the subway, or I, you know, picked up a newspaper, and I read this little Zen story, and it just happened to fit in perfectly with this topic. What I was thinking is so magical about that is once we set an intention for anything, an intention to be more positive, an intention to be more self-loving, it will show up consciously in our actions, but it also is filing away like a little encyclopedia unconsciously that can just come up at the most profound moments. So I thought, isn't that what Create's all about? You come week after week or you listen to the podcast and it's sort of giving you these conscious tools, but also how we're rewriting the unconscious. That's exactly right. And it makes me think of, uh, you know, this week we talk about Thoreau mentioning those invisible hands that are always helping us, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like the moment we set an intention for something, Mm -hmm. like in the universe, there are, you know, these these powers happening, like things that are conspiring for our good that we don't even know about. And we don't even know when we're going to use them or how they come into play. And then all of a sudden, and then it's like that moment where it's like lightning goes off mm-hmm. and you're like, I didn't even know what that was for. Yes. And I always feel that when you and I have a topic and we start to like write the lecture and then something happens like the dinner we had this week. Yes. Right? So our topic this week was the shadow artist. And we were talking about how there's one kind of shadow artist, uh, which is the person who isn't like outwardly creative in their life. Mm-hmm. And so often like they'll marry an artist or they'll date an artist or their best friend's an artist. So it's a way for them to like feel close to creativity without having to dig deep inside and use their own creativity because mm-hmm. maybe they're afraid to. But then we went like one step further and we talked about the shadow artist in all of us in terms of how we hide 
our truest soul's purpose from ourselves by getting like lost in busy work and our life drama and things that feel like really urgent that we have to do right now or mm-hmm. the problems at our day job or all of these ways that we distract ourselves from really creating what is inside of us that most wants to come out into the world. Mm-hmm. So we had picked this topic and then we had dinner this week with a girl and then as we're all three of us were talking and she's talking about her passion you and I like looked at each other and mm-hmm. I remember we had this moment where we're like this is our lecture this, this week <laughs> this is the shadow artist this and is what we're talking yeah. about it's all of those ways that we find ourselves really good at something or really making money at something and then we can allow those qualities to, to trick us into saying, well, shouldn't you really be doing that instead? Yes. Instead of what we really want to be doing, what our heart is really called to be doing. And, and I always remember uh, having this drama with myself when I was a waitress because I was such a good waitress. Mm-hmm. I just did it with so much integrity. I filled up those bowls of chili like it was like holy water at church or something. Do you know what I mean? And I remember... Um, having a moment deeply at one point where um, I realized it's because I am meant to be of service in this world. And so any place in the world that I am being of service, of course I am going to be amazing at it. So now I, as the creator I am, get to decide where and how I want to be of service. That's right. And I remember when we were talking at dinner, we identified that sometimes when we do the thing that our heart most wants to do, right, which we talk about is an arrow, like life saying, go this way. This thing that you care about, that your heart gets lit up about is actually a key to where you can be of the most service mm-hmm. to the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. Because of how we were conditioned, we often think that following our heart is a selfish thing. Yeah. And that somehow doing something that is um, helping people over here, something yeah. that we might not love as much, is like somehow better, like more selfless. Um, that we, 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 we find a way to think that that's like the generous thing to do. Totally. As opposed to realize that the world is most served by doing the thing that we care the most about because it's actually a signal to where we can be the most effective. Can we discuss about how when we're doing something we're not so passionate about, Mm -hmm. it's so easy. And more of that comes, and then we feel like, oh, maybe I should do this thing because I have so so much success Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. versus doing what I really want to do. You Mm -hmm. guys discussed Mm -hmm. that in class. Yeah, We talked about sometimes the thing that... uh, feels very easy and the success comes, we think, oh, well, maybe it's because I'm supposed to go in that direction. But often why it comes so easy is because we're not in attachment mm-hmm. with it, right? So like last week, Natalie mentioned the Michael Beckwith quote of when, when you are willful, there's a wall. wall. And when you are willing, there's a way. way. <laughs> so Often, in that place where we don't have attachment in our lives, we just show up and we're willing. Mm -hmm. I'll be of service here. Mm -hmm. No big drama. No big deal. If it comes, it comes. If it goes, it goes. No big deal. And so there's so much flow. Mm -hmm. There's so much easy flow because there's just no drama about it. It's like dating someone you're not that interested in. Mm -hmm. They're absolutely in love with you. And then Mm -hmm. they propose to you. And then they propose to you. (laughs) So what happens if it's where your heart is? 
right? All of a sudden you want it. Mm. You really want it and you get attachment. And it happens in our romantic relationships, right? And it happens where our our purpose is, what we love doing most. Mm. And so what we want to do... (laughs) Not to talk about Beckwith all night, all night long. We love Michael Beckwith. We love him so much. He, I once heard a, a talk that he gave on energetic shape-shifting, mm. which is take the energy in one part of your life that's working mm. and move it over here. Mm. So, right? It's proof that you can do things well. It's proof of your expertise. It's proof of your ability to make lots of money. So we don't want to shame ourselves for being good at things we don't care about. We want to use it to say, there is proof that I can do this in the world. Now let me just shift it into where I care about. That is kind of like alchemy. Yeah. Right. right. We'll take... What we learned here, and we're going to use that Mm -hmm. energy and use it in this part of our life that we enjoy. Because I personally have a day job that I'm like, this is easy. I show up. Hi, everyone. Good morning. I love everyone. This is so good. I leave, and I don't think about it. And then with acting, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do this, and I have to do that. And I get, like, this energy in my hands to grab something Mm -hmm. and make it happen. And, And that becomes tight, right? And so we all know that feeling of when things become tight, right? Flow can't occur, mm. right? So if we say, here I am, I'm going to be in relationship with my dream, but I don't need to create this relationship where I want it because just getting into I want it or I need it is the idea that we're separate from it as, as opposed to we are it already. Yeah. There's, there's nothing lacking. Because we actually identify ourselves as the shadow and not as the thing casting the shadow. And that the shadow is actually only ever fear. And here's where I think it's really important that I'm just connecting now is that what we were talking about in our lecture today is that the shadow is fear. Fear is always the the shadow of the root chakra. And the root chakra is I feel safe enough and I have a right to have what I want to have. And so when we are not living our truth, naturally fear is going to come up. The ego is going to say you don't have a right to have that. You don't have a right to have that truth. You don't have a right to live that dream. Now, what's fascinating is that we are talking that the antidote to sort of this situation we find ourselves in with our shadow artist selves is to step forward in the light that we are and have faith. Mm -hmm. And what's amazing to me is that faith is directly connected to the crown chakra and the Mm -hmm. shadow of the crown chakra is attachment. So you cannot have faith and attachment at the same time and you cannot have manifestation and fear at the same time. And what's amazing is that the path going from the crown chakra down to the root is the path of manifestation. So what is being called to us at all times is just to get back to the child in us that had this dream, that had this desire to bring something into the world and just say, how can I bring it forward with all of the energy of love and openness and non-attachment and playfulness that this dream first got implanted into me with. Give us a delicious little recipe because you're using Mm. love and faith. So what would it be? Give us maybe like four ingredients that you would put in when we're stepping into the light. So when we're about to do something that's going towards our purpose, Mm. what are things that we're like, okay, I'm going to bring these, I'm going to bring love with me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring faith with me. What would you ladies say? I think number one thing for me to do is say, it's not my job to fix the fear. 
Mm. Number one is you're just going to say, okay, fear, you get to come along. I love uh, Liz Gilbert in Big mm. Magic. She yeah. talks about the ego gets to sit in the car, but it gets to sit in the back seat, and it does mm-hmm. not get to play with the radio dials, and it does not get to drive the car. You know, so we're going to bring fear and say, sure, you can be there because you're just there to show me how much I care about this whole thing. But I'm just going to do it in cooperation with you and not in resistance to you. And you brought up this image of um, today in Create about about the shadow and how the shadow will always be there unless you're in darkness. Yeah. That was actually Deepak who said that. Yeah. Deepak. Can I read the quote? Yes, Yes. There's a whole quote. So we were talking, um, and this relates to not trying to fight the fear or get rid of the fear. Deepak uh, Chopra, who we love, says, in order to have manifestation, you need to have opposing energies. All experience is a result of contrast. To have a shadow is normal. Mm. If you only had truth and goodness and harmony on the inside and the complete absence of the other, there would be no creative impulse. Mm. Everyone has a shadow unless they are standing in the dark. We need those opposing energies. Mm-hmm. That, that those opposing energies actually make the momentum fo- forward. That... that identifying your shadow, right? Because we talked about how do we hide our purpose from ourselves, right? We use fear and we make all these excuses so we're not stepping into it. Um, But the fact that we hide it from ourselves actually causes us to go look for it, Mm. right? Mm. So we're constantly in the process of going, I'm rediscovering who I am. I'm going to hide who I am and now I rediscover. Mm. And like every time we go on that path, we go a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper Mm. and a little bit deeper. And you asked before about the recipe, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of when I'm manifesting something in my life, uh, especially when it comes to a creative project, I see the vision like as if the universe has given me like uh, a, a destination, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, that's where we're going. I know we're going to go there. Like, I know that's going to happen. That's what we're doing. Now I'm really curious about what way is it going to come in, mm. right? Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, we talk often about like setting your GPS course, right? But if I can see it and I can feel it in my body, I actually know it's being held in escrow for me. Mm. I know it. I know it. Do you have any tips for people about how to develop that faith so that it's not just, oh, I can see it, but I have the faith that it's there, that it's come, that it's, that's happening? I mean, working, <laughs> we work together. Yeah. And creating, we don't know where and how. I mean, mm-hmm. you can plan, which is always nice. But we're just shown over and over again, every time we create a project, whatever it is that we're doing, that we're taken care of. Yeah. And our biggest one was our last film. Yes. And it was a huge miracle. And mm-hmm. it was just, again, it, our faith went, we're going to go up a couple notches mm-hmm. after this one. It's, Everyone it's together. back to those opposites of... Without the shadows, without the darkness, we don't have the light. And so the shadows and the darkness is the thing that builds the faith. Without our doubt, our faith doesn't get to grow. That's right. Right? That's and right. so I almost want to say practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The practice of doing it over and over and over again yeah. grows our faith. Mm-hmm. So we can do it with the little things and that grows our faith for the bigger things. Which is just even the idea of, we talked about in the past, like positive affirmations yeah. and just telling ourselves over and over things to build that faith. 
There, there's actually, in the Yoga Sutras, there's um, Abhyasa Viraga, which I probably said very incorrectly. Uh, but but <laughs> if Kristen said but it, it would be so much cuter. Abhyasa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and in the sutra, it's basically saying, how do you manifest what you want? And, and these two words in English translate into practice and detachment. You practice, and then you surrender. And then you practice, and then you let go of the result. And then you practice again. So mm-hmm. it almost feels like step one is acknowledge the fear. Mm-hmm. Step two is have compassion for yourself and get really curious. And then step three is just to do your practice and keep letting go. And do your practice and keep letting go while holding the faith that you have set your intention mm-hmm. because you're, you don't even have to set it. Your life is your intention. Your dream is your intention. It was given to you and it was given to you for a reason because you are the only person who it can come through. So you don't even have to concern yourself with, am I worthy enough for my dream? Your dream is worthy of you. That's why it got in there. So our it only, picked you. It picked you. It chose you. It said, this is the one I want to come through. This and is it, my mama or this is my daddy. And it picked well. And it picked well. Mm -hmm. You know, and we were talking tonight about sometimes we don't even want to acknowledge that we have fear Mm because we don't even want to confront that fear. And part of the shadow artist is hiding our fear from ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we have this soul purpose and we've buried it inside, right? Mm -hmm. We had this little child who wanted to play and create and make things. And, and we hit it inside. Mm. And then because we, we have fear on top of that. And because we don't even want to look at the fear, we build all these distractions mm. so that we won't look at the fear. Mm. Right. And we were talking tonight about excuses, how it comes up so much for us of like, I don't have time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough resources. Not I don't yet. have. Yeah. I don't have enough fill in the blank. My body isn't right yet. Exactly. And that all these excuses are just because we don't want to like turn the light inward and if we move the excuses out of the way, there would be the fear. And we don't actually want to build a relationship with the fear mm-hmm. where we see the fear, like turn the light on it, and then have to move through it. Because it's like moving through the fear, you start to realize the fear is an illusion, right? Yes, because Osho actually says fear is made of the ignorance of one's own self. Boom. So fear is only ever going to tell you what you are not. Mm-hmm. And love is always going to tell you what you are. That's exactly right. Here's what I find beautiful about this. Everyone knows I have a whole other career. Mm-hmm. And as when I was a kid, I, I loved putting on shows and I love acting for everyone. But I was so scared that this was so unrealistic yeah. that I was going to make a mistake if I didn't go down the right path, which yeah. is let me be a lawyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been so free... I have to say, I feel so free now that I'm like, okay, I completed that, but that's not my life purpose. I'm going to move into it. And you just feel Mm -hmm. lighter. So it's scary to face it because Natalie and I have the conversation and you're just shaking and crying. I can't believe I'm going to let this go. But... It feels so much better when you move into the light, into what and you it's want. Just the light is actually light. Yes. yes. It actually light. doesn't yes. feel heavy. Yes. yes. And that's yes. how you know when you are like are like moving through your purpose. You might have to move through through fear that you feel like may burn you up yeah. as they're going through, but it's actually just burning up your ego. Yeah. And through on the other oh. side, it's just this lightness. Burning up your ego. ego. I love that. That is so good. 
Yeah. Burning up your ego because your ego gets so loud. And what builds your faith more than thinking, I'll never get through this, I'll never be able to do this, I might die if I do this, and then you don't. (laughs) And then you don't die. And then you don't. And then often... That is faith. And then often, on the other side of it, you have something like what happened tonight. There was a member of our community, Sage, who said out loud, she just read this journal entry about this thing that she wants to create, and like everyone in the community couldn't wait to help her make that dream come true. That we don't even know the miracles that are waiting for us. That actually pretending that fear is the reason we can't do things is just the other excuse. It's just the other excuse. It's holding on to it so you don't really do what you want to do. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. It's because... (laughs) It's because... And don't you find, too... And you hear a lot of, like... Really, professional artists talk about, oh, every time I do a job, I get scared again, yeah. or I'm not sure I can do it this time, yeah. or, you know, this this thing of, like, every time, it's a re- it's it's a, it's a fear of the emptiness, yes. the space inside yes. where creation happens. It We go into the nothingness, the, I don't know if this scene is going to happen, I don't know if there's going to be a talk here, I don't know what's going to happen, but out of this nothing, we're actually afraid of our mm. own emptiness, mm-hmm. our own nothingness, mm-hmm. which is actually the point mm. of all of our power. That's right. It's because it's limitlessness. That's right. So instead of going into the emptiness, we just create more busyness. <gasps> oh! This person needs me and I need to be here. Yes. Yeah. And also that's something I think we, we were asked in Create today, but I'd love to ask our audience, what are your distractions? Yes. Right? That was the question you posed us. What, what are your distractions? What do you tell yourself? Like, I have to do this. I have to help this person. Yeah. I have to do this job. I have to. <laughs> I was mentioning Stephen Pressfield tonight, who yes. is awesome, and he has this incredible blog and amazing books. And in his book, The War of Art, he talks about in your life, there will always be things that are urgent mm-hmm. and important. Mm-hmm. And the urgent things will say, you have to answer this email now. You have to do these errands now. You have to do all this today. Mm-hmm. Right? And those things distract us from what is important. And what is important is why we came to this planet, the work that we're actually here to do, the work of our soul. And he says you always have to do the important things first. Yeah. Natalie, you brought something up that I found very interesting about how when, as an actress, we'll think, well, I don't look this way. And then we bring that into Who, the I audition room. Who, I said that? Room. No, never. <laughs> why would you say that? And then we bring that into the audition room. Yeah. And I have to say I'm guilty of that. Yes. I'll be like, oh, my God, wait, is that the right blouse for this character? <laughs> yes. And you just go off in, on a whim on the appearance yes. versus what you're really bringing to the table. Yes. Right? I can't tell you how many times... I have actually gotten an audition for something, which means that the people in the casting room already think that I am that thing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't waste their precious minutes to bring me in for it. And I'm sitting in my head thinking, I'm not really that thing. I actually had this audition this week. It's for Mm -hmm. this show that I love so much. And it was for this character who, get this, I'll say this and you'll all go, wait, that's you. But in my head, it was, I'm the opposite of this. She's... A soul cycle teacher by day and, like, a hot, uh, sexy escort by night. (laughs) So I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not fit enough to be a soul cycle instructor. Even though I'm not not hot enough to be a sexy escort. (laughs) Even though, may I point out... That you're you you have been a fitness teacher. Yes, I have. You spend like a mofo 
And yeah. wasn't it just last week you were in Atlantic City? Yes. And someone asked me if I was an escort. escort. Oh, my God. So here is the thing. I truly went into this audition already telling them, yeah. I'm just trying this on for size and this is not me. Mm. When really, it was so deeply close to me that I just let my fear sabotage it. I'm just outing myself right now. And you know what else is interesting? The second audition I had this week, which I booked, was as a teacher, which I say, that's the easy thing. That's the thing I could do all day. That's not the scary thing. So it is fascinating how this, as we were saying, this lecture will show up in your whole life without you even knowing it's showing up. Mm. And so then it just becomes an opportunity to say, oh, that's so fascinating that in, as Osho was saying, fear is the ignorance of your own self. Mm. My fear of that audition was just the ignorance to the sexy, inspiring woman that I actually am in the ignorance of that. So it's just shining the light into that dark little blind spot that I have. Thank God it's that you are. <laughs> and when you say that, what came for me was that sometimes my favorite auditions that I've done, the ones that I've booked, are the ones where I'll, like, I'll plan, I'll have an idea, I'll put in work, and then when I'm there, I just surrender. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, there's nothingness there. Like, yeah. I, if it comes, it comes, and great if it doesn't, and then those are the ones I feel like something comes from nothing. The emptiness. And that's what I feel as a director, too. When, like I was talking about tonight, yeah. like when I have an agenda for a scene and I'm trying to make something happen, I can actually <laughs> watch the scene like, <laughs> rah, 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 rah. The twist. but when I'm just there and holding the space, like this willing space, then something comes out of it that's so beautiful. As you're saying that, what popped up to me was I stepped out to say I'm going to be an actress. I didn't think I was going to be sitting here doing this podcast with you guys two years down the line, which is beautiful, which we step out saying our intentions are to be on television and Mm -hmm. film. But what if something else comes out of us stepping into that light? What if something bigger comes out of your scene because you said, okay, I'm not going to hold on to this version. Yes, And it's like... To surrender, like you said. I think that's the miracle of setting that vision of where you want to get to because nothing grows my faith more than me saying, could I have that co-star role? Mm -hmm. And then getting the lead. Nothing is going to grow your faith more than the universe saying, look what I can do. Mm -hmm. That's why it is so important to set that intention and declare it and saying it out loud so that your faith can grow so much when your mind gets blown and it's so much bigger than you could dream. That's what it is. I mean, I talk about sometimes how I had put a little 3x5 card uh, on my poster board that was like, Rock of Ages goes off Broadway and, yeah. like, spawns touring companies. And, like, the universe was like, oh, baby, oh, baby. watch what I can do. Mm-hmm. Watch what I can do. And I've heard both of you say on occasion that you feel like create and, and putting together this every week has only further, you know, uh, t- it's had your dreams taken off in other ways. Like, yeah. had, you know, your dreams go further because it's just another way to express your creativity and your expression. And Because for us, ultimately, how we teach is how we play, is how we create art. So in that way, because I think that maybe some people could be listening to this and thinking, well, what if I, you know, teach acting and I really love that? Does that mean I'm not being an actor? But here's the thing. It's about the essence. It's about the energy that you're cultivating. The essence, the energy of play and um, 
creation that we created create to be and the way we get to be in community with each other and with you guys and people that we love is the same energy as directing a musical as being on set so it's an extension of the dream it's a way that our dream gets to come to us more on the regular more every day it's a way we get to play with our dream more often it just shows up in different outfits that's right and Knowing that this shit works, the more that we talk about it, the more that we can become conscious of it, the more we can deeply ingrain it into our lives. So I think, you know, for Natalie and I both, the desire to spread it is just to know it in a deeper way so we can like call ourselves out mm-hmm. where we become shadow artists when we like mm-hmm. step into fear places or step into the dark or hide from ourselves or won't fully express our soul's purpose it's like the more we can talk about it the more we can keep outing ourselves and i think that's what we can do in community it's like it becomes this place where it's like i really need to talk about what is what is making me feel alive inside? What's making me feel like a child? What makes me feel like I want to play? And then when I want to run from that because I get scared. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this amazing Elizabeth Gilbert quote <gasps> yes! that Nat put in the lecture this week. Yes. That, can I read it? Because Please. I'm obsessed with this. Please. She said, okay, Elizabeth Gilbert said, if I am not actively creating something, then chances are I am probably destroying something, mm. myself, a relationship, or my own peace of mind. And I think this is really important because as artists, often we're looking to the outside world to give us the permission, the green light, to create something. But yeah. it's all inside. Like Natalie was telling that great story, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all within us and we are the ones who give ourselves the permission that we get to create this thing. And then from this thing, all the doors open. We green light ourselves. We green light, light ourselves. ourselves. Michelle in the corner with the wind. <laughs> Ooh. Stand in the green light, not the shadow. Oh, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much fun. This was fun. Let's play again next week. Okay. All right. Same time? Let's Same play, time. guys. Same time. What's, um, you, what's our next, what's our topic? <gasps> do we want to yeah, give, give it away now? Let's give it away now. And Should let's sing, sing it. Let's sing it. All of us. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Yes. Let's talk about sex. Um, next week. Yes, we are going into second chakra. We are going into sexuality, which is also the house of your creativity. Mm. Did you know that they're linked, your sexuality and your creativity? Mm. So we're going to get right in there and open it up. And we're we also show some leg. We also challenge people that if they want to, if, if burning questions come up and they want to, you know, ask the ladies here. Do you want to ask us some <laughs> sex <laughs> questions? Because we'd like to answer <laughs> them. <laughs> um, we're going to have a hashtag. Yes, hashtag ask create. And we can do that. We'll we'll check that through Twitter and Facebook. We'll post this on the Green Lounge and Create Lounge, and and we'll uh, we'll ask this if people can comment, and we can share it with you guys. Please come join our Facebook page, the Create Community page. We would love to have you guys, and um, we'll be uh, updating you on Mm -hmm. lots of fun stuff in the future on that page. So please come and hang out with us. Yeah. All right. Night, y'all.
Woo! If you want to know about the Create Workshop series, you can go to www.thecreateseries.com. And if you want to know more about us, you can go to kristenhenge.com or natalieroy.com. And if you want to come to Create, you can go to the Actors Green Room in New York City. Um, and it is Sunday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And their website is www.theactorsgreenroom.com and you can buy Create On Demand if you don't live in New York City. Woohoo!